Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning into Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give it a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Diana Espear. She's the host of the You Can't Sit With Me podcast, which is all about her life in Hollywood, her attempts at living her best life in a fame-obsessed world, and her reality TV obsession. Welcome. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. So you actually re-record this every time. I thought it was pre-recorded. Wow. This is a little BTS moment. Yeah, no, I always do that mid, like in the beginning, because... I don't know why it kind of like gets me in the mood because sometimes I feel like it's so fake and like people who have come in and like been in the studio with me a thousand times like we'll see I like stutter through it sometimes and I'm like I don't want to do it it's so unnatural but it kind of try I try to like get in the groove get in the groove get the guests excited <laughs> that is so funny because I literally I've listened to your show a couple of times and I thought that you that this was just pre-recorded well, I probably should be recorded. <laughs> now that you're saying that, I'm like, wow, I've actually been doing something I actively hate. No, but it, it sounds natural. <laughs> like when you do it, it just sounds supernatural. Do you know what I mean? It does not sound <laughs> fake. I'm so flattered. Well, yeah, you have like a beautiful radio voice too. Obviously, like the accent really helps. Are you fucking joking? I have not. My voice is so annoying. Well, it's not. I hate it. I hate it. Whenever I listen back, I'm like, first of all, my accent is obviously confused. No one knows where I'm from. Everyone's confused. And then I'm confused and irritated at at the pitch. The pitch of my voice is the real issue here for me. And the accent. Because when I listen, if you go back and listen to some of my old episodes, I knew where I was from and I was proud. And now I just sound like I'm a confused person. You're like, am I from LA? Am I from Switzerland? Am I from the UK? Or am I just like every reality TV star and television star I've ever heard in one person? But exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't feel like I sound LA, but I say things now like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Sometimes it just happens. I'm like, oh, who the fuck am I? It's so embarrassing. And I actually hate myself for it. But what'd you expect? I'm here. I'm trying to, I don't know, to report back. I'm an independent LA reporter. (laughs) I don't know. Oh my God. Well, I guess we have to report on the only thing that everybody in this entire country is pretty much talking about. So besides, you know, the coronavirus, there has been really no Bravo news. So this episode is going to kind of be more of like a hodgepodge fun talking about how people have been dealing with the coronavirus because of course people on Bravo have no social etiquette a lot of times and Uh we're we're navigating this new world of you know the normal sensitivity that like our society already has but now it's just like heightened because like people are dying at um rapid speeds so (laughs) I think we have to just talk corona I I mean it's so annoying because everywhere I look is just corona and it's it's gotten to the point where I need a fucking distraction. I need a distraction. But the thing is, when I want a distraction, I usually turn to pop culture. And now pop culture is invaded with Corona content. So I no longer know what to do. I'm, I, I, I don't know. There's nothing to do. I completely agree. And a lot of like late night shows are now getting canceled. And at least we get our still like regularly scheduled programming on Bravo thus far without Watch What Happens Live. But the cast have currently ceased filming on OC and the Real Housewives of Reunion was supposed to be filming. So it's interesting how now they are all kind of having the same kind of shutdown as, you know, most of the 
world. But at least, you know, the different part about the housewives is that they're all just like sitting at home with their kids, like sitting on a mountain of toilet paper when like other people are like truly like looking for childcare, needing a place for their kids to go walking jobs and being sick. And so it's so interesting to see the juxtaposition between the people on Bravo who are like rich as shit and have all of these like luxurious options. They're like, <laughs> like the ladies in New York are like, um, everybody in New York is fleeing to the Hamptons to get away from coronavirus. It's like, oh my God, must be nice. Oh wow, how relatable. How relatable. <laughs> but I love how unrelatable they are. But at the same time, I'm like, I need something to aspire to at this point, And you're not giving me that. Do you know what I mean? Because when I watch the the housewives, they're unrelatable, but they're so fucking messy that th- it makes it okay. But once you're trying to, you know, avoid coronavirus by going to the Hamptons, you fucked that up for me and everyone else watching Bravo. Yeah, you really distance yourself from the viewer a lot when, oh my God, people are really dying out there. And Kristen Takeman is like posing like, with like rolls of toilet paper and a glass of wine. And she's like winding down during my quarantining. And it just seems like it's a little insensitive. <laughs> like That's this a is- trigger to some people as well. Like you cannot be doing that when literally some people cannot, some people in wheelchairs at this point cannot wipe their assholes. Yeah. And people can't, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's interesting to watch because in my life, I've never been in a situation like this and I mean, yeah. no one's been like, in like, time in history. It's insane. And also because word travels so quickly through social media and just our culture and society that we live in now that like there are so many rumors at every goddamn second. Like someone will be like, the, the subways are closing. This is happening. This is happening. This And it's like, what is true? What is false? And I feel like everybody right now has like this weird sense of not knowing what the hell is going on. I mean, I have a super, like, I, I let's keep it fluffy. I don't want to make it super intense, but it's not just like the, the food and stuff. Like we can't basically buy food at this point or toilet paper. Um, I, I know some people might say I'm exaggerating, but for example, like I live by myself. So if I buy a whole thing of tomatoes and vegetables, it'll be done in three days and I can't even eat the whole thing. So, but if I do want to get myself a frozen pizza, there are not, do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Even that, like people just posting like aisles and aisles and aisles of food gone. And it's like, it's just this processed shit. So like the one thing our bodies are being potentially eaten up by the virus, which probably everybody has just needs to be activated within your body. And everyone is sitting at home eating Oreos and ice cream. And it's like, you know, your body should be fighting things, which is like nutrients, vegetable, like, hello. Not to get too deep, but there's another side to this, which is because people are stocking up on this bullshit, which essentially, if they do end up having to go into full quarantine, will be the only thing they're going to be able to eat. Um, Also, I was like, I don't want to, you know, give into this whole mania. And now I'm seeing in the news that the gun sales have literally increased so much. So now I'm like, people are going to start committing crimes to be able to get the stuff that they need. And that's when I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get my toilet paper, my, you know, frozen pizza now. Thank you. Yeah, um, lock myself in my apartment for the next and Like, I don't want to be in the streets, get shot by a motherfucker who just wants some toilet paper and is willing to commit a crime for it. So I, I, I don't want, I want to keep it light. I want to keep it dark. <laughs> We're like, welcome to the show. We're both just screaming. But it's like the show. I failed. Like it's not fun. But you know, I'm fucking scared. I'm worried. 
And, you know, like at the end of the day, like I am privileged and can acknowledge that and have, you know, I don't have an hourly job, but I have insurance and can work from home and I have my health and I'm so grateful for that. But I think so many people are just being such dicks, including, you know, Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules to kind of bring it on back. She tweeted the other day, I will continue to live my life in Palm Springs or Marina Del Rey with my friends and not live in complete isolation or fear. Simple as that. Call me ignorant, but I'm not going to stop living. And then... uh, someone responded to her saying, Jesus fucking Christ, this is why we have coronavirus in the first place. And she responds with, by friends hanging out indoors, thought people in Asia ate bats, but okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is so... uh, But this is the problem now. Like, I should have done a show like yours because you don't really interview these people as much. No, I don't want to talk to any of them. That yeah. like, takes away the fun for me. Cause and also I've said it on the show before, but like it makes a bias where it's like, if I, you, you've talked to Sheena before. So it's like, you can't like. No, I went to her birthday. Like, I'm completely biased now. And now <laughs> I'm like, shit, I can't even do my job anymore. This is bullshit. But here's the thing I've seen, you know, I think Sheena's a great person. I've seen her really, I don't even want to preface this. People know I like Sheena and I think she's a sweet person. If I had to judge Sheena based on this tweet, I would not fucking like her. That is the (laughs) truth. Here is why. I personally think this is going to take it real far. Can we just preface this by saying this is a light show? It's fluffy, (laughs) you know, and coronavirus is not light and fluffy, but we're trying our best here to entertain. Um. I personally think that people who are insensitive to coronavirus and the, um, you know, social uh, distance, whatever they're called, should be, should go to jail. (laughs) No, but, but there's a reason for it because if, I don't know, Jacqueline's grandma's cousin dies because you have been in contact with Jacqueline, you have essentially killed that person. And so... I think that by, you know, being ignorant and not, and, 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 you know, just carefree and breezy and I don't want to live in fear because you're 20 or 30 and you're healthy, but you're okay with potentially killing people. You should be in jail. Yeah. I kind That's of, what I think. <laughs> I know. I agree with you on that. And it seems like people are incredibly unwilling to like stop their normal average everyday lives because of this fear of like not being able to live your life, but it's like, this is a week, a week or two of your life. Two weeks. If everyone did it, it would be (laughs) done. Yeah. But if everyone did it, it would be fine. And you know, it it sucks that I have to take it this this far and say that people should go to jail. Obviously I don't think, I mean, lock her up. No, but yeah, obviously I don't think that, but I'm just saying, I see people that are so invested. They have like animal charities, they're philanthropists and they're all about, you know, rights and things. And they're like, well, I don't want to stop going to the gym and I don't want to stop going to a restaurant. So you're okay with essentially killing people, maybe not yourself, maybe not your young friends, but maybe their friends or their parents or their grandparents. And so, you know, when people say, I don't want to live in fear and I don't want other people to live in fear, that's not the issue. No one is living in fear. People are just living with a bit of compassion for the people who are less fortunate and are not as healthy. Perfectly, perfectly put. We're not living in fear. I'm not afraid. I would rather get sick and, you know, get, you know, get a few days off work for no reason. And I, 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 if I could get coronavirus and to stop everyone else from getting it, I would just get it myself and I'd be sick in bed for two weeks and I'd be fine. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just the selfishness that bugs me. And this is a, a selfish, a very selfish tweet. And, you know, I've come to a lot of people that I know and thought were my great friends. And now I don't want to stop living. I want to be going out there. I want to be having fun. I don't want to live in fear. And those people are people that I might reconsider my friendship with now, because I'm like, if we were alone in the desert and we have two, and we had two drops of water left, you would take those two drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have I taken this too far? No, <laughs> I know. I mean, you've made an incredible point and I'm like, damn, she's not wrong. But yeah, I do think you see different sides to people when these kinds of like epidemics happen where like people are supposed to be banding together, but you're actually like elbowing the lady at Target to get the last roll of toilet paper where when you have like 50 rolls at home, like I just think people are really like getting all hyped up about the wrong things. And it's like, just sit your ass at home if you can, if you can work from home, do that, wash your hands a thousand times. And also like people are now being like, you need to wash your hands. It's like, why wasn't that always the case? That's 100%. Like Like, why weren't you washing your hands before? Like not washing your hands and just like rubbing your eyes all the time and sticking your hands in your mouth. Like what the fuck? (laughs) Like we have fallen so far as a human kind. I'm baffled. Absolutely disgusting. But can I just say another thing I want to say about this whole like craze with the toilet paper and the hand soap? I didn't have to start getting worried because, as a clean person, and yeah, maybe you know, call me entitled, call me privileged, whatever. I I admit I'm I say it on my show all the time. I am white girl problems. I always have tens of rolls of toilet paper in my house and I always have hands up in my house because those are just things that you should have. And the fact that you don't have those things to the point where you have to go and stock up on those things because your house just does not have those things is really worrying. Maybe, maybe stop buying yourself, you know, the the trending pair of sunglasses that you wanted to post on your Instagram. Maybe don't go out to sushi fucking twice a week and get yourself <laughs> toilet paper on a regular basis. <laughs> I don't know. No, that is fucking true. And also the scary thing is, is like all the people who don't have jobs where they can work from home or have hourly jobs or are freelancers, like these people don't have money. Like, most people cannot pay for more than a month at a time's rent. So like this is going to put so many people out on their ass and for like privileged little people to go and stock up on all of these things where it's like, you know what, if you have ample stuff at your home, like this is a time when you could just say like, okay, I'm going to wait it out a little bit because you know, in a couple of weeks, everything's going to be sold at a premium. Like even at my grocery store, they made the soap like seven ninety nine when it used, it would be like three ninety nine in a normal day. And I'm like, it's Jesus crazy. Christ, they're taking... You know, advance. I mean, obviously, like the people at the stores have like harder shifts now that so many people are going. So, you know, of course, they have to be compensated properly, and their life must suck with all the crazy people coming in and out of these shops, like screaming about gloves and shit, and like. I mean, I I I would rather work at a grocery store and have a mask and gloves on and be out around people than being in my house, shamed for wearing gloves and a mask when I want to go out and just <laughs> alone the rest of the day. <laughs> You're just sitting in your apartment with a mask and gloves on. <laughs> no, because when you go out with a mask and gloves, people laugh at you. Yeah, and it's, it's like, I'm from Europe. Like, my family has coronavirus. And like, I have seen my family be so fucking careful um, 
trying not to get it. And some people still fucking got it. So I know how quickly it can spread. And I am shamed in the US for walking around with gloves and a mask. Well, I support that. But speaking of other people who have been shamed, Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules, which I have to say, out of all of the shows on Bravo, the people on Vanderpump really uh, didn't, the lowest of the low. yeah, didn't really do any favors for their thoughts on coronavirus. So Lala was on Instagram stories saying, I may get in trouble for this, but it's okay. <laughs> I don't feel that God would give me coronavirus before I get married. I just don't see that happening to me. Let's just say if I do get to perform my wedding, I feel like that means God is like, bitch, you need a little publicity. That's the only way I feel I would get it. Like what on earth? What God do well, you first pray of all, to? When you've been on a reality show for I don't know how many years and you say, I may get hate for this, bitch, you know, you're going to get hate for this. Yeah. Like you've you been act- doing this for a while. You're asking for hate. Yes. Exactly. Like you opened this up for people to hate on you. And it is an ignorant, stupid thing to say when again... People I don't think Lala is that ignorant. I, I personally think that Sheena's is more ignorant. I think Lala knows, you know, that she could get it. I think that she's aware, but she was just trying to make a joke and it was a bad taste joke. It was poor taste. Yeah. Right? Uh, or not? I, don't, I don't really know if she ever, because she didn't like really apologize. She was just like, y'all are getting too crazy. I'm going to sign off now. And it's like, okay, Lala. She always has bullshit reactions to things and then when people call her out she's like you guys are crazy logging off and it's like okay well again maybe if you just took a second to listen I don't know hear us out like again she's probably sitting in a mansion that you know whatever rant has yeah that's what I was gonna say and like fun of people who might get it when you're like cruising around on a pj giving bjs (laughs) which by the way you probably shouldn't be doing right now but that's cool (laughs) I would Enjoy. think I'd rather coronavirus than to give a BJ to Rand, but that's besides the point. That's, that's a sick, that's a sick thought that I just had, but true. But I feel bad, you know, I feel bad that people are always shaming them, but at the same time, I'm not shaming them. I just think I would, I if me and Randall were the two only people left on earth and the future of humanity depended on me and him, I would not fuck him. I mean, the thing is, is like, I kind of do understand why she likes him. He's an older man. He's got money. And he clearly is very into her. Like when he is on screen with her, they have a cute relationship. And I do like that he makes her happy and that he did like end up coming on the show. And he did those things that she kind of needed. Like, how is he not going to come on the show when it's about her life? And she's like a main cast member on a big show. Like he's a star fucker. We all know that. So of course he, you know, ended up kind of coming on and being a part of this group now. And I actually kind of like him when he's around, he makes me laugh, but I definitely don't want to have any sort of physical contact with him. And this was before Corona became a a serious thing. Yeah. Before before we quarantined. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I don't, Very want, true. To be, I don't want to be a preachy person, but personally, you know, the kind of person he is, is not what I would gravitate towards, which doesn't say much about dating and doesn't help much because I'm 31 and still single. So I should really shut the fuck up. But those are my, this is my taste. Love me, hate me, crucify me. I don't know what to tell you. Crucify me. Crucify me. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't need to because I might die of Corona. 
Don't put that in. I'm not making Corona death joke. I know. I made it like making a joke about rather getting an infectious disease and sucking his dick probably isn't a good look for the listeners, but yeah, but whatever. Leaning into it. Leaning into it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, some people on Bravo are actually doing a lot of good throughout these trying times. Bethany Frankel from well, formerly from the Rahasas of New York, is partnering with her Be Strong initiative to create like Be Strong Corona kits, which will have the essentials for families to prevent coronavirus. We'll give them masks, gloves, hydration kits, donated antibacterial, sanitation wipes, da 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 So their goal is to create 20,000 kits. And she said they've already raised about 50K. So look at Bravo people doing good in the world. It's sad because, you know, I love watching Vanderpump Rules in Summer House because I can really relate to the people on the shows. Not because I'm like them, nothing like them, but just because of the age the age range. And it just kind of sucks that our generation is so fucking ignorant. It, 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 yeah. it just bugs me. I mean, yeah, because you see Lala being like, um, my wedding is going to get more press if I have a... With AMC Plus, the plus doesn't just mean more. It means better. Available through the platforms you're already on, AMC Plus is a premium streaming bundle with the best of AMC, plus the complete collections of Shudder, Sundance Now, and IFC Films Unlimited. Get the latest from The Walking Dead with early access and exclusives. Binge acclaimed series like Mad Men ad-free and with new content dropping each week like Gangs of London, a powerful drama about London's criminal underworld. There's always something fresh to check out. Sign up at amcplus.com, amcplus.com. AMC Plus, only the good stuff. For many of us, the holidays will look different this year. Family and friend reunions might not be the same, but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close. That's why I'm gifting my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year, a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person this year. Around this time last year, I lost my grandfather, and I felt this insane guilt that I didn't ask him enough questions about his love story with my grandma, his career, his immigration journey from Italy in the 1960s, and so much more. To honor his birthday this past year, I gifted my grandma a StoryWorth membership. Every week, StoryWorth emails her a different prompt with questions you'd never think to ask, like, if you were to do it over, what would you have done differently? Or when was your first kiss? You can customize your prompts to ask anything you'd like, so I obviously had to ask, who's your favorite grandkid? Just kidding. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. I'm planning to order one for myself, my brothers, and my cousins so we can share our grandparents' story with our children someday. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bravohh. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off. If you are anything like me, you haven't bought a single gift for anybody this year, maybe other than yourself. <laughs> this will be an amazing gift for anybody who is looking for that last minute gift that doesn't involve shipping costs and will be something that you can pass down to your families for generations. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off off you guys and you get a deal look at that very very infectious disease where bethany is like all right let's rally together people like let's see what we can do we raised fifty thousand dollars and these young people also have the ability to get people to get together and raise money for charity and like actually do true initiatives but rather they're just sitting up in their you know rented homes and like uh, you know 
like being like sleepover. We all get to wear onesies and get quarantined. It's like, oh my God, must be nice. Must be nice. Yeah. And, and, and also I, I really need to say something that isn't Bravo related, but there are two things that I need to, that I need to stop on social media. Number one, groups of friends, we're quarantined, like we're all together, quarantine party. No, don't do that. That's number one. And also you're fucking annoying. Like I'm at home miserable. I don't want to see other people at home less miserable or just at home period. Number two, I really need these fitness instructors to stop being like, okay, guys, so we can't go to the gym. So here's like an at-home workout. No, this is the time where we are allowed to be fat, to be ugly, to be pimply. I like, I don't need it. I, I just don't need another reason to, 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 do you know what I mean? No, I completely agree. And like when this, like, so on Wednesday, they told everybody in my office, like, okay, at the end of the day, pack your stuff up and you'll work from home until literally mid April, which is insane. But then like all my coworkers were like, we're going to come back into the office in a month. We're all going to be shredded six packs. Like, I'm like, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do Pilates. I might even go for a run. And I haven't done a single thing since Wednesday. And like, that's actually less than what I usually do. I usually work out like two or three times a week. But now I'm like, I cannot move my body. I can't even do this podcast on time. I'm like, I feel like my brain is just... And this is the time to unwind. Let, 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 let me let me let me teach you guys something. I'm <laughs> I, have to, I have nothing to bring to the table. Yes, Professor. <laughs> Professor Diana, you know what? That is my new calling in life. <laughs> um, you know, my house is very clean. I spend a shit ton of time organizing my house. Um, my dog is clean. Um, my highlights are not getting done, so my hair is going to get healthy. But no. I will not be productive and I will not be ripped. Like this is the time <laughs> when you just let it, you let it go. Hey, you know I, what I mean? I'm with you on that. So sorry. Listen, this, this is a reset late. for everyone. <laughs> I, huh? I, it, in a weird way it is because at least for me, like I've been dying for time to like catch up on things and just like relax and really actively do nothing, which is something that's hard for me to do in my day to day life. But now that I'm like forced in a situation where it's not that I can, like I can do nothing, but I also like can't leave. And that is like very claustrophobic for me where I think I'm like, I can't even go. Like, it's not like a day off on a weekend where I have nothing to do. And I'm like, oh, let me go to museum or like da da da, like go to brunch. Now it's like, okay, uh, in two hours you can start making lunch. (laughs) And then in four hours you can make dinner. Is it is this an explicit podcast? Oh yeah, you could say any word in any way. Oh you really? Say, what you are you gonna anything. do about what are you gonna do about waxing your vagina? <laughs> waxing? Do you not wax? No, I'm from New York. What do you do? You shave? Yeah, but like I leave a little <laughs> I leave a little stubble. Like I am not like I do not have time or the capacity to spend like $80 every three weeks for a wax now. Oh my gosh, I am crying. So I wax like obviously. And now I'm like, does it mean that I'm going to have, well, I'm, I'm first of all, 
probably the least hairy person you've ever met. But even for me, who's not hairy, does it mean that I'm going to have to like become bushy for a couple of months? Like, I don't know. Sounds like it. You get like an at-home kit, which sounds like it would be terrible. Oh, so that's what I've done. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so you already knew the answer to your own question. I mean, like if I'm going on like a fancy vacation where like you could see my bikini line then yeah I'll get a wax but when it comes to just like me like living at home like I'm single I'm dating guys but yeah I'm like ouch no I'm not gonna get wax I mean I got you can enjoy it I got the kits not because because I'm single but I'm not dating guys but like I got the kit but am I gonna use it that is the question I don't know if I'm gonna have the guts to use it you're gonna have to yeah like get a friend in the quarantine time and be like hey I need you actually yeah maybe do it with a guy it could be like a sexy fun thing (laughs) with a new guy you're dating I actually knew a girl who always used to have her boyfriend do that which they're not together terribly sorry for her boyfriend I'm really I can't yeah he's like I thought this was gonna be fun but I'm horrified yeah I can't see that being sexy Oh my God. Yeah. Well, Hey, people who sponsor the show, Flamingo Razors have an at home waxing kit. So yeah. Do you 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 really partner with some like shaving waxing person? (laughs) They literally just started sponsoring my show and their products are amazing, but I haven't tried. They have like an at home wax thing, but again, I'm like, unless I've got somewhere to be and like, no, and then a lot of money. Always. I'm always groomed. Always groomed and clean, but you know, I just don't mind a little little hair down there. I think it's sexy. That's so funny. So if I did that, can we get real deep and personal? Because there's nothing else to do. If I did that, it would just be a fucking shit show. Because my situation there is so sparse that it's it's just not even. <laughs> They'd be like, "Um, are you okay? Do you have alopecia?" Like literally. So I just have to like get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, in that case, do it up. But I don't know. It's like the pain of it. Like it just it makes me really anxious. Like, and even though like after you're done and like it feels fine and I'm so happy, then it takes me like six more months to like muster up the strength to do it again. It's it's I don't know. It's just not my thing. But can I just say, how did we go from talking to Bravo to waxing our vagina? <laughs> Obviously, that was my fault. <laughs> it, it's a really quick turn. It could really happen at any moment. <laughs> Legit. What, what else do we have? Let, let's die. Oh, okay. For the people who kind of like get queen. Yeah. <laughs> Other things that have happened in Corona land, which is a real bummer, especially because I was supposed to see the one and only Erica Jane from the Raw Housewives of Beverly Hills in her performance of Broadway's Chicago. And it's really frustrating because my ticket was for Friday and that and Thursday night was their last show. And so they ended up having to close the run earlier due to um, not being able to have more than 500 people in areas in Manhattan. So this was supposed to run until March 29th. So I had like two weeks and me and my friend were like, oh, perfect. Like we waited long enough. Like we're going to buy the tickets. And we were so excited. And then the day before just... Cause down. Yeah. I mean, which like, it made sense. Like once I started seeing like Broadway closing, I'm like, God damn it. I, we couldn't have chosen like two days before. Come on. I mean, it makes sense, but I would have been pissed. Like, I mean, I'm dying to see her perform. Have you read her book? No, I haven't. I don't know how I feel. Like I sometimes like reading the memoirs, but then I also find them a little disingenuous and I don't know sometimes it's I mean I didn't read the book I audio read it in my car because I'm not taking time of my day to just (laughs) you know Erica Jane's book let's not lie to ourselves (laughs) 
but um, I, I don't know. I, 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 I admire her. I appreciate her. Did you enjoy her book? Um, so I, is it like a, 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 a is it a literature <laughs> masterpiece? No. Um, is it the best written book? No, but it does provide some context, which you don't have when you see her with her old husband and, you know, all the wigs and her fucking brand director or whatever the fuck that guy is. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is he? Mikey, her creative director. Creative director, yeah. <laughs> at this point. And, you know, I would, can I just say out of anyone on Bravo, I want to be Mikey because Mikey gets to basically find himself in a walk-in wardrobe with all the biggest designer and just say, that's the one you're wearing. I mean, I want that fucking job. Yeah, he has an amazing job because he like also does everything. I guess that's the creative director's... I guess Erica Jane is Mikey's vision. Like she is like everything he's ever dreamed of and more like unlimited money, snatched body, big blonde hair, you know, personality. She's got a lot going for her. And then yeah, with having so much money, they're like, yes, let's buy a $90,000 like leopard jumpsuit that I'm going to like bop around on stage for a few songs and but that's not my point is that he doesn't have to do much because the clothes are already there <laughs> yeah so we've got Versace we've got Givenchy we've got Dior and then he's like this one that one he's like yes he's yeah, like yes. Today, animal print vibe spirit animal leopard bitch like it's always it's always like taken to another level like literally, but it, it, he's, he's just a hype man. And I, and I, li- and I like it, but I, I want his job. Yeah. I want his job too. Well, speaking of people who have two new jobs, um, Kim Richards and Brandy Glanville, formerly from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills have recently started a quote unquote comedy tour where the two of them will be starring in Blonde and Blonder, the reality of our reality, starring Kim Richards and Brandy Glanville. It'll be at the Irvine Improv in California. And for $70, you can have a VIP ticket and meet the two of them backstage. And I think that is a small fee for such iconic performers. I mean, I'm like, were they friends? I, I thought they didn't like each other. Well, they didn't like each other in the beginning when she was like, you're doing meth in the bathroom. And then I think they probably were like, let's share the meth and do it together. And then they became like kind of girls, I think. It's such an iconic thing. And I think that um, the fact that it's not happening on TV and that it's happening as a live show, like the reunion is such an epic thing. I would go watch that hundred percent. Yeah, I think because the two of them won't be filmed, they'll definitely be willing to go down and dirty, especially Brandy, who's at this rate willing to say anything about anyone to get. Oh my god, her podcast! <laughs> I had to stop listening to her podcast. Like that, that one just doesn't age well for me. It's like I don't need, I don't need to hear any of this crap. But well, to, so to I've travel. never listened to her podcast, and in the last couple of days, <laughs> made her money. Um, yeah. I listened to a couple of the episodes, and yeah, she's extremely just ignorant. But you know, she was kind of promoting the show and saying that she well, she can't do the show now. Oh but, yeah, I guess it's canceled. I'm assuming it's canceled. April it's 26th. canceled. But you know, there had been talks of like her going to buy blue Tic Tacs to you know give people Xanaxes like oh you get a Xanax you get a Xanax like, oh. <laughs> yeah it's like joke around about that with Kim Richards who's been 
actively battling with her sobriety for like six years. Like legit. That's a good idea. And also, you know, Brandy, I feel like refuses to like acknowledge if other people are going through it. She's like, Kim doesn't care if I'm drunk or if I'm still doing Molly or if I'm still doing this. It's like, yeah, but as a friend, you probably should maybe take a step back, see what might trigger your friend. Your behavior might, you know, trigger her to want to behave I'm like very, that. <laughs> I'm very split when it comes to those things because I think that it's not Brandy's fault that Kim has this disease. Mm-hmm. It's not her fault. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of a weird one for me because I've actually spoken to not a Bravo show, sorry, kind of ruins the brand here, but um, <laughs> uh, Ashley Waller and Jason Waller from The Hills. And she was saying that the way that she, they can have a healthy relationship in their couple is that she is allowed to do her and do her own things. Because once you start doing things just to cater to the other person who has the addiction, the addiction becomes the central focus of the relationship. And that's unhealthy too. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. And I don't know, I, but, but, but do you have to go and buy blue Tic Tacs and give people Xanax? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> and she'll probably wearing a shirt that's like, I'm better when I'm drunk or like, yeah. <laughs> kiss me, I'm drunk. It's like, oh, brand brandy. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to do with some of these people, but I'm, I'm sad that it's going to be canceled, but hopefully they end up like on a touring syndicate a la Countess Luann because, you know, I think they really could, they could really shine. They're, they're no, yeah. Lives. They would, Plus, they would crack shit up for sure. I just also want to selfishly see Kim Richards basically doing anything. Like, as, if we have to wait another year for her book to come out, then I guess I'll start seeing her at comedy clubs. <laughs> I'm fascinated get. by her. Can we talk about how every fucking Bravo person has a podcast and now does live shows and I need this to stop? <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, it's like... I hate that. I admit, I admit <laughs> it on every single one of my podcasts. I'm like... I'm jealous that their podcast is doing better just because they're getting drunk on reality TV. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of people obviously deserve it. You know, that's No, amazing. I don't. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, I think that not everyone deserves to have a successful podcast, especially when you can't even, I, I don't know. Lala has a podcast and this oh, is the no. kind of shit that she puts out in the universe on her stories. I'm not saying I'm better, but you know, sometimes when it's serious, like maybe just don't. Yeah. Well, I see people like Vicky Gunvalson from OC, who's in the top 10 every week on TV and film. With charts. Whoop It Up. And I'm like, okay, girl. Like, and <laughs> wait, let's talk about Vicky Gunvalson for a sec. Um, did you see in the reunion when, you know, Andy was like, you said on a podcast, and she was like, no. I don't podcast. Yeah. Well, you fucking host one now. Right. So someone who's being unsupportive of the medium, no, I will go back to what you said. She does not deserve it. No, yeah. Vicky doesn't really deserve a lot right now. I wonder what she's doing during this quarantine. Yeah, I am jealous of oh, Vicky. Oh, actually, wait, I saw, I saw things of Vicky taunting people this weekend when she was like out in Prom Springs for like a boozy lunch and her and her friend are like, ha we got all the toilet paper. Why are people inside for this quote unquote coronavirus? It's like, babe, you were in the primo demo for people who should be sitting their asses at home. You know, you're in the primo the demo of the people that are going to get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh <laughs> sorry. 
quotations coronavirus yeah you're about to get it bitch like <laughs> about to hit yeah well speaking of actually other sad news, and also they're old as fuck if they're vicky's oh. age so they should be more careful <laughs> I don't know what is going on with Vicky and all of them. Are you into OC at all? Uh, yeah, I am into OC. Shannon, Kelly, and Bronwyn all live on the same street in OC. And they've been... Ha- oh, yeah, same street. And they've been hanging out during the quarantine. And then Tamara ended up posting something like, real friends would never be you in the dust. And then it's like, now that Shannon's so fucking stupid. It's like, you're an adult woman. You don't need to be posting like shady, you know, quotes on your Instagram. It's so funny how these <laughs> ladies will get pissed off when people, you know, break up the Trace Amigas, but they don't give a fuck if they break up the quarantine and make people die. <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely think Tamara, at least Vicky definitely cares more about the Trace Amigas and she does and like, anything happening in the world right now that is that is hands down the truth and the trace amigas are not real friends like get like no, you know Tamara doesn't know what a real friend is and it's sad but yeah get over <laughs> it trace amigas ain't a thing <laughs> well we also have some kind of sad weird news from new york housewives ruona singer opened up recently that she has lyme's disease so she is gonna be chilling with yolanda hadid avril lavigne most recently, Justin Bieber, huge, huge uh, Lyme advocate. And Lyme correspondent. Yeah, li- reporting live from the Lyme conference. But yeah, it's kind of a bummer and sad for her. But Ramona is like so cool. And you know, like it's not going to be like her main thing she talks about. I feel yeah, she's like she's not going to be a victim and she won't make it her main storyline. Like, she doesn't need it. Yeah, she definitely doesn't need it. But Yolanda was interesting to watch because I had never really known anything about Lyme disease. So it was definitely like my first, you know, introduction into what this disease was. But then as it like pivoted into being like Munchausen and then when she opened up that closet full of medicine, it kind of gave me uh, mommy dead and dearest vibes with that. What's that girl? Like Rose, Gypsy Rose, you know, where the mom was like pretending that the daughter was sick and, you know, for sympathy, whatever, money and, you know, Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, like, I, yeah, I remember what. You yeah, had. I, I had so I was, to watch. It, it was crazy, but I don't know. I kind of was like, "Damn, I never even heard of Munchausen's before any of this," and now I'm like putting pieces together, and I'm like, "Hmm." But I think Ramona's definitely resilient, and she said her doctor said, "You're a strong woman, very healthy, and you could easily live to 95." And I told him, "I want to live to 100," and I believe it. I don't want to live to a hundred. I don't want to let <laughs> everyone die before me and then become just incapacitated. No, no, thank you. I don't want to live to a hundred. I don't want to live to a hundred. I'd be fine. If with my like doctor an, says I expect 90. you to live till 95, I would have been like, we're going to have to change that to maybe like 89. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Diana, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I am so happy that we finally made this happen after so long of just me stalking you. (laughs) Please. I'm not always the best at making plans. And anytime with LA people, it's always just like a three hour time difference that it's like too late for me, too early for you. And it's like, yeah, it's a nightmare to plan. I I, I don't have patience for it either. Glad we did it work. Same. Well, where can people find you, follow you and just listen to your awesome show? 
Thank you. So you can find me on Instagram at D-I-A-N-A-E-S-P-I-R and listen to the You Can't Sit With Me podcast on every podcasting platform. I think there's so many now I can't keep up, but go look for it. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I'll tag it in the show notes too. So check it out there if you need help finding it. And also leave a review on this show because it's epic. Oh, thanks. And leave a review on your show because why the fuck not? (laughs) Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. 